0: hello everyone it is the week of february 9th 2020 and this is going to be episode 68 of the dry spellcast and i know that's correct at this time and it hasn't been correct for months Um, does that mean
1: uh we only can do one more and we're done
0: yeah when we hit 69 we're done that's it
1: but we gotta we gotta wait till april to do it
0: um yeah we have to it'll have to be released on uh April 20th April 20th April 20th
1: 2020 Mhm um and yeah so this is I,
0: I mean it would have been really good if it was like the year 420 but um
1: <laughs> well we're not a caveman so
0: in 420 I was thinking we're not caveman even in BC there was defined civilization in 420 I guess
1: that was pretty close to, to modern I wouldn't say modern era but yeah you're right Egyptians and pharaohs and all that stuff was still going on
0: oh yeah history uh, the things we're good at um, yeah uh, but I mean so uh, I don't know where I was going with that <laughs> that was a segue <laughs> into nothing <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been it's been a week, man. It has just it, been a fucking nightmare. <laughs> but um we're making it. We're fine. Um
1: I'm okay. I I've I've had a good week. I don't know what's going on over there.
0: Um I don't know. It's we're just doing Florida things down here. It's It's like, so it's been cold here, and when I say cold, I mean cold for us, which, you know, being, coming from the Northwest, um, it hasn't been cold, but everybody thinks it's cold, uh, because we're getting down into like the 50s
1: oh boy if i was Uh, in the 50s right now actually we're we're close yeah our temperatures
0: are actually kind of close we are like getting hit by like massive windstorms right now which i don't Mm. really understand but yeah we got uh, hit
1: with a pretty big snowstorm yesterday actually and it snowed for actually majority of the day but then this today it rained so all the snow is gone
0: so I still get like Boise State alerts, and so I was mm-hmm. following the uh, the alert cycle where apparently yeah. they had to evacuate one of the halls. And...
1: So what happened is so the Riverfront Hall is one of the, I'd say one of the bigger classroom halls you know, on Boise State's campus. For some, uh, their boiler caught on fire or something. So oh, all God. the pi- all the pipes in the building are just spewing out smoke, and so it it I think. I think it wasn't a bad fire. I think it was just the boiler caught on fire, but it seemed really bad because every vent was blowing smoke. Sure. Uh, so everyone's like, "Oh, ah, the whole building's burning!" So, I mean, they they, uh, I mean, closed down like everything in the media area. But soon after, opened up everything except that. But lean, I don't know if it's still open or not. So,
0: you know, so uh, my high school burnt down that way in ten. Uh,
1: Actually, I just got the notification. It was ten years ago that just happened. Uh, it was. I saw that, It was
0: longer than that.
1: Was it longer? And
0: think... oh it no, was, it was like
1: fifteen even.
0: It was like two thousand seven that it happened.
1: Okay, I just I just got like I just saw like the statesman article or something saying yeah, like just the other day.
0: yeah yeah two thousand seven checks out because I would have been a sophomore when it happened.
1: You're no, I was because I was still in middle school. I was in eighth grade.
0: I was a sophomore. Sorry. Believe me, I was there. I was literally I... in the building. <laughs> yeah, so my The that? Because
1: you only one grade above me?
0: Yeah, I don't know. You're
1: cuz I was I was definitely at the middle school uh, about Maybe middle I was school. a freshman, and, and,
0: I don't know, man. And I, I do... we
1: we literally could see the smoke from our school, which if you know like you anyone listening probably doesn't know the relation between where no. my school and his school was. It's quite a few miles away and so like that kind of gives a big idea of how big that fire was
0: yeah so basically the boiler in my high school exploded and uh and i think there was something about like a fan that had like malfunctioned and like caused it initially but basically um the majority of my high school burnt down in a fire in uh luckily like classes weren't in session so like the only two classes it was zero hours so the only two classes were jazz band and pe or like morning mm-hmm. weightlifting um and i was in jazz band and so we were there and we were playing um probably not jazz because our jazz band didn't really play jazz um but uh yeah we were playing and the fire alarms started going off and we all like casually walked out and then the next thing we know there's actually fire trucks next thing we know school's fucking gone so yeah that was wild um we were out of school for a couple weeks after that before they basically took one of the like fields we had and converted it into like a a series of like portable classrooms um and we took over part of like the middle school and
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: it was a nightmare but yeah so that was a couple days ago um, was the like yeah. whatever 13 year, 14 year or something like that
1: yeah it's, so, yeah it's weird It's weird when things like that happened like on college like on campus I remember a couple years ago when we were still in school the power went out I don't know if you remember that mm-hmm. for for several hours and it's just it's a weird feeling you're like well this place is like literally dead
0: yeah, like, so. what do you do?
1: Yeah, well, guess I'll go home. But unfortunately, I live close up to the campus where my power was out, so it kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, good
0: old, I mean, good I, always, I lived close, but I was never, like, that close until basically after I graduated. Um, I don't know. Power outages are weird, though, you know? Like... You don't realize until your power goes out that like literally everything we do is well based around power now.
1: Yeah, no joke. I it mine went mine went out again here. I think it was like last fall, and I literally sat here in my living room with a candle playing solitaire with a real deck of cards because I literally had oh. nothing else to do. Like that's where I was. I was like, well, and it di- I didn't go on till I like went to bed and woke up and it was it was on the next morning but I was like so I don't know how long it was actually out for and like people are like walking around outside it's always weird when the power goes out because then you're like all your neighbors are outside like hey what's what's going on hey is your power
0: <laughs> the, the one interaction you ever have with your neighbors was,
1: oh it it's straight I have new neighbors actually and it's the only time I've ever talked to them I like got I like got there and she's standing outside like What's going on? I'm like, I have no idea. I literally just got here. I have no idea what you're talking about. And then I realized the power was out when I got inside my apartment. I was, like, you know, was like it made sense because everyone was like outside, like it's just weird.
0: I I had this like, uh, so our power went out. So back when I lived in Boise, um, our neighbor's tree fell on our uh, power line. <laughs> I remember um, this. You know? And so yeah, we lost power for I think it was a day or two, but I remember like i had nothing to do so i went to work and i was just like i went in there i'm like hey guys like how's it going (laughs)
1: because i don't have anything else to do um what what are you doing here matt you don't work during the day
0: yeah so i did that and then basically uh went to the bar Mm. yeah and just spent the rest of the day at the bar
1: Sounds about right.
0: I think I stayed the night at somebody else's house, too. Um, I can't remember if I went home to my parents or what. But You I, might have.
1: I, I, I don't know. feel like that's
0: something that I would have done. But, yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about it the other day. like um, Because, you know... Uh, there, there was this news article going around of this guy who like had like ninety cell phones, and he went to like oh, a, yeah. <laughs> an empty street, and Google registered it. as packed because that's how Google collects all of your GPS information, right? We just uh, allow it he's if like, you install I saw he's like, he's Maps.
1: Carrying like in a little red wagon too. Yeah, <laughs> Karen, and I actually so think that's,
0: I think that's like a really interesting like thing and to think about because like. Our basic infrastructure is so feeble. Like, at any moment, we can lose like all of our internet or all of our power, all of our water. Basically, like if our telecommunications go down, um, like we're we're SOL. Like we we are so reliant on like how many maps do you own, Austin?
1: done. I mean, yeah. And right here, but you know, everybody
0: uses your phone and like in Boise, it's not a huge issue here. Like here, there's so much, right? Like in Florida, there's so much in such a little space. Um, There are roads everywhere. Like, and it's not an easy area to get around. Um, I imagine like LA or something would be the same. And obviously LA is much bigger than our area. But um, what would happen, especially like a touristy area like here, what would happen if we lost access to all of that? It would be chaos.
1: You wouldn't be able to play video games, and we wouldn't be doing this.
0: Yeah, and how sad is that?
1: Because I know you listeners out there listen to us every week and uh, really enjoy it. Just kidding. Probably sure. Sure.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. Like, shout, uh,
1: shout out to our two listeners.
0: Yes, our our two consistent listeners. No, but I mean, I I think about like, if we lost all of our infrastructure in our country, like, what would what would happen? You know, um, would we descend your, into complete better madness? Better get
1: your better get your guns.
0: Yeah, um, it's
1: probably. well it just reminds me of the uh, South Park episode when you know the internet goes down, and oh gosh. Right, and it,
0: and it goes have into like, like a third world country.
1: Yeah, they are like all camped out in California
0: because that's the one place that you have the internet, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the whole grapes of wrath uh, episode, yes. Yeah, classic. Uh, I don't know. I think about these things a lot because I have nothing well, else I... to do.
1: That's a little depressing. I like to think that it's not about things like that and.
0: Well, Enjoy good it. for you. <laughs> Aren't you lucky? Why?
1: Why do you think I'm so happy all the time, Matt? Cause I don't think of depressing things like that.
0: I don't know. I don't know how you can just get by life without just like thinking about the worst things in the world. <laughs> I just don't understand.
1: That's do. well, how I. It's how I operate these days. I kind of just don't care.
0: I just i. I have never been one to just not care. And I don't know.
1: So so I used to care. I used to be like that. And then one day <laughs> I, I overreacted on something so minimal because I think it just like finally hit that level where I was just like, bah! and then I like literally like reflected in myself like, I'm never going to do that again. And literally since that day, I've just been like, meh. I,
0: I it, just, I don't honestly, know. Honestly,
1: it's, it literally changed, it's like changed my life because I just kind of don't put so much weight into things I honestly can't control. So Sure. But,
0: so yes, but also like all of that is controllable, right? The smallest person can do the littlest action that can make the biggest difference. That is, but that is if my takeaway.
1: I don't control the power grids or the telecommunications or anything, so you know, why do I have to, why am I the one that should be sitting there like, Oh gosh, what happens if it goes down? Yeah, if it goes down it's gonna suck and then I probably won't be in a very good mood, but you know, I can't live can't live every day in fear, Matt. I'm not
0: living in fear,
1: <laughs> well, you live in Florida, so you probably should
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, um yeah, I don't know. I guess if shit hit the fan, and I don't know why we were talking about this the other day, but uh, but yeah, I think I would head back to Idaho in an instant like I don't know it's probably
1: it's probably a good call,
0: I don't know, like I guess the biggest like issue would be like getting gas, right. Like, how would I be able to make it there um, if the power grid goes down? Because you have to get gas somehow.
1: You 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 shoot people and take their. Just
0: <laughs> it turns into zombie land.
1: Uh, no, yeah, probably more like a Last of Us situation. Just kind of.
0: See, yeah, but I don't know. Last of Us, like, I feel like there's there's strength in numbers there, right? Like if the zombie apocalypse happens like it might be good like obviously the more people the more chance you're going to run into a zombie but um, you know like you think that you would be able to find like a bunker easily
1: actually I just saw this I think it was today or yesterday on uh, Statesman posted again Uh, a bomb shelter here in Idaho is for sale for two million (laughs) dollars like a bomb shelter bunker is it the
0: one in Boise or the one in I, th- I Mountain think, home
1: I think I think it's the one in Boise because
0: because the one in Boise like turned into like a recording studio
1: Well maybe it's not the one in Boise. I don't know it was like an actual functioning like bomb shelter like went up for sale and I just saw it. I thought it was funny it's kind of weird that you're talking about this now because it's relevant
0: Well everything I talk about is relevant
1: mm. on the um, cutting edge.
0: On the cutting edge of relevance. And you know what else is relevant? Video games.
1: Video games, yes. yes. Before we get into that, I did want to have a little... I know we kind of got off track here. So I did upgrade my uh, my station, as they say. Your battle station, right? Is that the PC term?
0: Yeah, so that's like the <clears throat> subreddit term, yes.
1: So I like when I first got my computer a couple years ago, Jason actually had an extra desk, which you can see right there chilling over there now uh that he let me like he just let me have it was like a smaller cheapo desk that he wasn't using anymore uh which was fine for the time but it just became too small for me uh especially when i got a second monitor because it only fit one uh so i you know browsed facebook marketplace and got this nice uh 55 inch table here desk table i don't know what you call it so it's actually nice I i have my tower I don't know if I moved my camera, but it's right here on my desk. I actually have both my monitors in front of me, so I feel like a official PC gamer. And you people, regulars of the show who actually watch the videos, if was ever get posted, uh Sometimes my camera is not over here anymore. I'm straight on now because I'm sure
0: that's the takeaway. Like anybody who's watching this is like, Oh yeah, that's a different camera angle.
1: I'm I'm not like Hey, and it's not turned all weirdly and it looks like I'm kind of crooked. So it's actually kind of nice. I can, I can actually stare right at my camera. Cause it was when it was on the edge of my computer screen and like angled, I never was looking at it. I felt like, so this is easier. I'm pretty happy. So I just wanted to, that's my life update there. I bought a, I bought a new desk.
0: Yeah. I, so. I'm thinking about like, so I want to get a second monitor, um, because I have I only have one. Um, and I don't know, like I see the usefulness behind getting a second monitor, uh, but...
1: I, I use I, I love it, actually, because I keep the Discord and stuff on one, like Discord yeah, and web browser mm-hmm. on one, while I have a game going on my other one. It's kind of nice. I mean,
0: I don't... I, just, I know, like,
1: Jason has, like, three. I don't really see myself needing three monitors, but...
0: No, and, like, um, you know, like, video editing and stuff, it does actually mm-hmm. make it easier. Uh, yeah. But I don't know, like, I... My desk is pretty small, and I don't know how I would swing it. Um, my tower yeah, I had, is on my on my desk. If I t- was able is. to move my tower, then it would like free up enough space to do yeah. that. Um, other than doing the like vertical stacking, so you have one and then one on top of the other, but you have to get like oh, yeah. the, the proper stand for the, that and stuff. Ma-
1: yeah, the right mount and whatnot. So.
0: I don't know. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I'm thinking about now, and I don't know. Like I kind of want to get the second monitor so it's not like horizontal, but it's vertical.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. I, I've seen. That's. I think that's how Jason does his third one. He has two horizontals and a vertical in in the middle or something. I don't know. Which I think that's what he has his Discord on is the vertical one.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I try to keep Discord closed as much as possible because it's a ram hog. Um... So unless I'm like actively using Discord, I I'm always closed out of it, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, I guess you use your computer for more stuff than I probably do cuz like usually when I'm on I'm playing a game, so I usually have Discord open, but
0: well, and I a lot of the times when I'm playing games if nobody else is on, then I close out of Discord because again, it takes up way too much memory mm-hmm. and everybody decides that they need a new server for an individual game. Yep, and no, sure. that just yeah. that creates more and more problems. Like the more servers you have open, the more RAM it takes up. Um I know. which I, is I, why I've basically gone through and left I need to most go. of the I need Discord to... servers I'm in.
1: I need to leave a few because there's some I'm in that I've like never used. So yeah, yeah, Discord. Discord gets a little out of control, I think
0: it is out of control um it's still a lot better than what we used to use so
1: yeah i guess it's the best option
0: it is the best option believe me um but yeah um
1: we never introduced ourselves
0: (laughs) no we did did we i introduced everyone all two of us
1: Yes, if anyone, for all you regulars out there, Jason is feeling a bit under the weather, so he yeah, decided. Jason
0: didn't feel good, so we uh we went on ahead without him, which is fine. We
1: we're we're going we're throwing it back old school, you know, just Matt and me, just yeah, killing we, it like we, we did old, this. Like the old times. Yeah, we did for this for a long two. time, so <laughs> solid two years.
0: Yeah, I just think we're getting less interesting as time goes by,
1: <laughs> so. Well, it's just, I don't know, there's there's not much to talk about, especially at this point of the year, it makes it kind (laughs) of hard, so, we're trying, we're trying real hard, Um, so. Uh, Yeah, um. Yeah, I got a new desk, I'm going to Disneyland this weekend, so I'm pretty pumped about that. What? Yeah.
0: Since when?
1: (laughs) Since, like, last week. Uh, No, we've kind of been planning it, because my girlfriend got, like, the two-day park hopper passes for Christmas and then her family gave me a gift card to buy tickets as well so we kind of been planning since Christmas time to go and it just kind of worked out because her mom and family will be down there this weekend because her brother Mm -hmm. has a hockey tournament in Anaheim so we're kind of making it a trip to go down there and you know I haven't been to Disneyland since I was in high school and honestly be close to 10 years ago so I think I was a junior in high school so right around 10 years ago at this point uh was the last time I went, so a lot has changed since I've been there, and I'm super excited for the Star Wars stuff because uh, that's super new. So I know you've I kind of experienced it's...
0: that. Uh, very little. So um, I I just think it's fascinating that y'all decide you're gonna go to Disney and then you choose that one. But hey, I'm well, not gonna it, I'm no, not gonna make any comments. Uh,
1: apparently, we're gonna be going to Disney World <laughs> next January.
0: So oh, if you're still there, okay. if
1: you're still there. Because her, cause her mom uh, ran the marathon this just last month, you know, the marathon down there. So she's going to be running that again, and she's getting Alexis to run the 10K. Oh, Jesus. Has Alexis ever ran five... a 10K? <laughs> no. She's done a 5K, and so she's going to train for that. If she can't do the 10K, she'll do 5K. And I might end up doing the 5K with her. So, uh, yeah, yeah so mean... are, we're planning on being there in a year. So. All right. But that's way more expensive than Disneyland, so that's why kind of kind of budget, it for, is. That one. I budget mean, for that. It is. I mean,
0: they're both expensive. But
1: I mean, yeah, gosh, I'm like looking at my bank account already, and I haven't even gone yet. I mean, we bought you know hotel, flights, uh, park tickets. I'm like, gosh, I still haven't gotten there yet. You know, I got to do food, I got to do a tr- like just all the other Disney stuff. I'm like, oh, geez, it's getting expensive.
0: But well. Life is expensive, so...
1: Life, but you know what? You gotta enjoy. Enjoy the little things. You know, you gotta spend a little bit of money if you need to, you know? But I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna get I mean, my why fill. Are,
0: why are we working every day and earning money if we're not gonna use it? You know? That's
1: that's the thing, yeah. Don't die with your money. You die poor. Yeah. That means you've lived a full, fun life.
0: Unless you're always poor. Okay.
1: and then just, then just die. Just kidding.
0: Then that sucks, because... <laughs>
1: I, I was trying to make some nice sound wisdom there and then you just totally walked all over it
0: um as a fellow poor person um <laughs> I will tell you it's okay uh,
1: <sighs> yeah as a fellow f- clawing my way out of what is considered poor it's getting better so, so the moral story support <laughs> us uh give us money we really need it uh then you can get more stuff from us. See, that's, that's, here's our Patreon sure. on the screen right here. I'm just kidding. We don't yeah,
0: really... so follow the, follow
1: the link in the profile above. Uh, I'll put, I'll put my Venmo account on here. You guys, just... it's totally cool. That's fun. That's just add Austin Cornwell. Just load it up.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> please don't, please don't Venmo Austin. We're not <laughs> asking for money. I, I don't, I can't do that with a good conscience. <laughs> I can. not um, So yeah. So let's talk about some video games. So um, I surprisingly have been playing a lot of Stardew Valley. Who would have guessed? Because that's I what I, I, do. I did
1: play some the other day too. Kind of.
0: Yeah. I you know, mean, it's deep. great. Um. About an hour or so. I can't get away from that game. It's just so easy to pick up and play for 20 minutes well, and put down. That's the
1: thing. It's just yeah. You go up play a few days and, you know, turn it off and you're good. It's just so, such a, just such a good game.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think it's one of the best, you know. And so, yeah, I don't know, I... Other than that, I uh, you know I'm still trying to work on my backlog, and I'm starting to feel bad about the backlog I have because um, you know Outer Wilds is still there, um, and I still probably play just about every day. Um, I'll do one or two cycles, um, and sometimes they're super fulfilling, um, and sometimes they're total duds. Uh, like i don't know like there's there's some that are like oh you know f- i'm flying around for 15 minutes and then for some reason i press a button and i fly into the sun
1: yes um <laughs> uh, and then oh, you just cr- i i've just like flown and just crashed right into a planet and d- destroyed my ship I'm like, yeah
0: well, and and then you well, jump out and it's hostile and you die immediately yeah,
1: I'm like, but well, i guess we'll we'll restart here again yeah
0: or and I guess my biggest problem with the game is it does take so long to restart, you know, because you wake up and then like
1: yeah you got to yeah, do the whole kind of
0: it's not stuff. easy getting around in that game, and so it's like you you spend twenty minutes trying to find something, you find nothing, you die. And then you basically have to repeat that loop every single time. That's, like, my biggest problem with the game. Mm-hmm. I get it that it's, like, inherent. Like, that's the point of it. Yeah. But it still doesn't, like, lessen the frustrations I have when I, like, do several well, bad yeah. runs in a row. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, because...
1: I, I was the same way. It's like, yeah, you, you ghost, you do something, and, like, yeah, for several runs, you don't learn anything. You're like, oh, well, I don't want to do this. And then you turn it off because it's just like, well, here we are again.
0: Right, or you run into ghost matter and just die, and you don't realize that you were running into ghost matter. That's what happened to me on the last run. It was like I basically got stuck in an area because I, I like, had several exits, and you have to, like, find the right one, and... Like I just ended up running through Ghost Matter and dying. I was like, "Great, that's fun." Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But and I mean, I I understand that there's ways to like get around it and stuff. But like, there there's not a way to survive those. Yeah. And and I get it. They're like they're trying to guide you down a path or whatever. But um, yeah. I mean, I I still really like that game. Every time the like every time the music kicks in where it's like, oh, hey, warning, the sun's about to supernova. Um, It's always a moment where I'm like, all right, well, I can't get anything done at this point, so I, like, just try to find, like, an outcrop or somewhere that I can just chill and watch the sun explode.
1: And watch it, yeah, that's what I do. I'm like, this is just, it's such a cool, like, experience you can live over and over and over again, but...
0: Um. Yeah, so yeah. Outer Wilds, I think, is the, like at the top of the list of things I have to beat. Um, Control is still there. I would still love to see the end of Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. Um. Those are kind of the three right now. And I'm kind of, like, looking. I'm, like, trying to budget my time where I'm like, okay, can I finish these three games before Doom comes out?
1: Plus, yeah, Doom, for sure, yeah. and Animal Crossing.
0: Yeah, I mean, Animal Crossing is going to be different. Like, yeah, I'm going to play Animal Crossing, but I don't but have to budget like my your, time on that.
1: It's going to be your new Stardew Valley.
0: Yeah, it's going to be the game. Instead of launching Stardew Valley, I'm going to launch, uh, you know, Animal Crossing.
1: And, and do the exact same thing.
0: <laughs> I mean, basically, there, there's a little difference. <laughs> Um Animal Crossing is more of like oh I'm poor in real life. Here, let me be poor in this life as well and owe myself to the banks, you know. Yes. Like
1: Did you uh see the switch that's releasing with Animal Crossing? I did. I want it really Oh, bad. it's just it's adorable. I want it so bad. But um, I just you know, I bought I... a switch a lot within the last calendar six 12 months so i don't need to buy another one
0: yeah and yeah i don't really i don't need to buy a new switch at this point um
1: i'll buy it when like maybe the pro version or whatever they're they're rumored to come out or something and i don't even know
0: about that um we'll see unless it's really falling apart i probably won't replace my switch yeah Um, i just don't see the need to you know
1: so besides your backlog, what have you else have you been playing?
0: Um so I again, so I feel bad about this because I'm trying to complete my backlog, but um I started playing Kentucky Route Zero a little bit. Um and when I say a little bit, I mean a little bit. Um I'm not very far into it. I haven't finished act 1 um mm. out of 5. So uh this game has been in works for like seven years um and they've been pretty slowly releasing um the different acts to it um so the final version is out now um i didn't realize i owned it but i do so i'm i probably bought it on a sale at some point um but yeah so i decided i was gonna hop into it It looked like something that I might be interested in, and when I say that, I mean like I don't really, I didn't really know what it looked like. Um, I've been kept rather in the dark about this game, Um, and I think like most people say, oh, you should kind of be in the dark about it. Um, But I I went in with no real expectations other than it might kind of be like a walking simulator, Um, Mm. and it's not. It's a it's kind of a point and click action adventure, but it's also kind of like reading a play. Um, so it's very text heavy. Um, yeah, so okay. it's more of like a point and click text adventure game, I should say. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Like, I really like the style behind it, um, and it's I really. I think the writing is really super good. From what I've seen so far, um the writing is really neat. Uh it's very artistic, super artsy. Um but
1: so right like right down your alley of games you like. Yeah, it's totally stylized is. that you like.
0: Yeah, and I I I think the the special part behind the game is kind of like it's Maybe a little mysterious, but I don't know. I think the writing is, uh, is really cool. Um, and I think really well thought out. Uh, and I, I, I have enjoyed my time so far. Like I said, it's really only been a few hours, but, um, I don't think it's very long. Um, I think it's probably an under 10 hour game with all of the acts, um, I don't know why I think that. I don't know if I've heard that before. But that's at least kind of what I'm feeling. Kind of as the progression of like, oh, this is Act 1, Scene Three, Four, Five, and how long those are taking me. Um, if they all kind of last as long as the first several acts have, or I should say the first scenes in the Act 1, then it's not going to be very long. But that's okay. Um, because... As long as it keeps me interested during that time, then I'm okay with that. You know. Yeah,
1: the length of the game doesn't matter. It's all about the quality of the game. So, you mm-hmm. know, you can have a great game that's only two hours long, but the experience is there.
0: Yeah, and I will also add. So I bought the Australian humble. Uh, relief pack thing and there's several games in that that I want to play like uh, Frog Detective is in there and that's kind of been right. on my wish list for a while now um, and a lot of games like that I now own Hollow Knight like four or five times <laughs> um, so I should just give my several of my Hollow Knight keys away because I don't need them all but I'll, t- I'll take one do you not have you never played Hollow Knight uh.
1: I have never played Hollow Knight. I know what it is, I just never played it.
0: It's hard. <laughs> I want to yeah. like uh, that's like one of those games that I would love to like finish because I think it's really well done, but I'm just not I don't have the patience for games like that.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, the the 30th time of dying from a boss, I'm just like, I'm not I'm not feeling this anymore. Mhm. So, yeah so that's that's basically what i've been through um cool yeah i guess death stranding is on that backlog list as well someday i'm (laughs) gonna go back to death stranding
1: and i actually like i know you say that about about this about a lot of games but i feel like death stranding is a game you will go back to because it's just i don't know i feel like for you that's the game like it's just be there. I think
0: a lot of the games that I was like, "Oh, like I'm going to go back to," I think I do end up eventually. Um, I may not finish them, but I usually do go back to them at some point. Um, yeah, I don't know. Death Stranding is one of those. It's just weird enough that I'm like, "Okay, I really do want to see the end of this." So,
1: yeah, I think I'm still gonna wait till it comes out on PC. Who um, have I become? Uh,
0: Yes. Welcome. Welcome. Ah!
1: Brother. Well, I I know I've said it before, but my PS4 is <laughs> not quite holding up. I mean, it's fine. Uh except the disc ejects every once in a while on its own, which is really upsetting. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it's I, a lot of things I've read is like it, you just need to clean out some fa- like just blow the dust out of there and then do like a reset and it it works fine cuz it's an over I think cuz people suspect it's an overheating issue and then so it just sure. kills the game. So I, you know, went and got some air dusters, and
0: I. So I pulled my PlayStation apart uh, a couple months ago before Death Stranding came out. Um, mm-hmm. Because I knew I like it was gonna push it a little bit harder. Yeah, so I just like there's um, just a couple screws on the bottom, and mm-hmm. then there's like a couple warranty voiding stickers. Well, well I'm already just, past yeah, that
1: anyway, so right. So you go I might in, well go for
0: it. You just you just pop off a couple of screws, um, and then there's like a housing that um, I think it's the hard drive, um, and you can kind of like. Unplug it and just like carefully handle it and stuff. And then, are you talking like, about the, the fan... top?
1: The hard drives on the top that's like the slick, the slicky plastic that comes off because I, I took that off before because I put a solid state in there. Um, I don't or know, a, new one, a, big, a bigger one. So, I I've all clean it I might have been the power last. supply. There's that like two more, more games. Sense it needs to hold out for for the rest of the year yeah um,
0: i mean as long as you don't just fuck (laughs) around with it you literally just pop off a couple screws go in there yeah i was just gonna just yeah
1: dust just dust it and let it
0: mine ran better instantly after doing that
1: i think it's i mean it's i haven't cleaned it since i've owned it and i've played a lot of it since i've owned it so it's probably due for a, a like a nice maintenance cleanup so Yeah. I guess uh so you, you I guess I'll take over. Yeah so go for it. it. I've been playing Some Modern Tell Warfare. Tell me about still. the
0: train. Oh. Oh you went with oh, Modern Warfare. I was, just,
1: I was just gonna throw Modern Warfare in there quick. Still kinda going in there. I'm kinda getting a little like little I wouldn't say tired or maybe kinda burnt out. I'm just kinda waiting. Uh the season one ends in like four or five days. So I'm kind of waiting for that. I think it's probably next Tuesday it resets. So I'm kind of waiting for the next season to start, get some new stuff in there. Because I'm kind of hit the point where it's just like, "Mm, it's the same kind of thing here. Maybe I need a new map or two, new game mode. I don't know. Uh, It's still fun. I'll still jump on for maybe an hour or two, uh, do a couple rounds, and have a good time usually. I usually do pretty well on it, so it's not like it's that hard. But uh, I've actually got back into Apex. I haven't yes. played it
0: again. Tell I, me about the train. I,
1: yes, uh, I've dropped on the train a few times and get some good stuff. Uh, so I started playing Apex about last weekend, right before the new season started. Uh, so, because yeah. I haven't really played it since, I want to say probably close to like it was like last November, October, November. Uh, so like pretty decent through the last season i kind of stopped playing it and picked it up here literally the last week of season was that season three i think is what it was uh and kind of got yeah, back it's into in season it four now yeah and been doing extremely well i'm like i guess all my time with modern warfare has like really dialed my shooting in which i think probably has because apex was kind of a hard game to learn how to do shooting on because it was kind of like my first uh foray into like uh, first person shooting games on PC so I feel like I kind of always struggled with it and then moving to Modern Warfare I was I think I was really able to dial it in and going back to it I have just been a monster to be honest I think since since last weekend till today I think I've won about 10-15 times
0: hmm uh, well, so, so what? What I will add about that is that totally makes sense to me because Modern Warfare, it's a, it's a hell of a lot easier to get in and shoot a bunch. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, Apex is with any battle royale game there's a process to that it takes yeah. so long to get into the action
1: well that's probably like you you finally get in a fight and then you die and then you're like well i learned nothing versus like first like a call of duty where you keep over and over and over and over again and then i so you finally get that down but so it's it's been a lot a lot of fun i mean i've always enjoyed apex i put it on my top 10 list it's a fantastic game it's so much fun uh so luckily yeah i kind of went back into it knowing that the new season was going to start, looking forward to it, I kind of started playing with my old friends again, uh, my friend Morgan and actually a couple of his buddies. So, uh, yeah, kind of... So we jumped in before the season started and I was like, literally said, oh, my gosh, I have like bare... I've only got two wins in this whole season. And then literally in the course of that weekend, I think I won like four times. I'm like, wow, I just completely <laughs> uh, did really well. And two of the wins was uh, while I only was in a squad of me and one other guy... Uh, so it kind of worked out. I, I literally won a game by myself because my teammate died. And it was just like, it was so random and lucky. And I just, I don't know how I pulled it off. So I saved it. I might put it up on YouTube or something because it was pretty funny. And then, uh, so the new season hit with a lot of changes. And I think this is probably the biggest change we've gotten. Uh, not just map-wise. because So it's on the same map, which is the second map. They just changed it up a little bit. Kind of broke up pieces so you can't get like surrounded as easy. And added new stuff and really, I think really helped because that was my issue with the uh, with the World's End map is I feel like you get an engagement and then another squad every single time would come and like third party you and kill you. Uh, this is kind of so this has really broken it up. I think I think a lot better, uh, and they really did a lot of balancing issues because I feel like with Apex. Uh, a lot of luck was involved with how good your gear was and whatnot. Because if you get like a really good gun, you could absolutely just murk people. And even if you think you have good gear, someone will have a little bit better and absolutely wipe the floor with you. So they have did a lot of uh, more balancing on that, which I really appreciate. Uh, they got rid of... I mean, they moved one gun into a care package, and then one of the care package guns out of it. So L-Star is now a normal gun you can pick up. But the Devotion, which is known just to melt people... Uh, got moved into a care package, so there are way, way fewer uh, in any game at any time, so it really helps with survivability, and when you actually get in a gunfight, it's not like, oh, I'm dead. You actually can, you know, withstand and actually have a fight, and it's more skill, and I think it's why I'm doing better, because I think I have, I mean, I feel like I'm more skilled than I was, but I feel like each fight's a little more fair, and I feel like I'm maybe a little bit better than some people sometimes, and, you know, or close in skill and it's a, it ends up being a good firefight so I'm really enjoying it a lot
0: yeah I, I actually thought about playing it the other day um, go for today. it I mean
1: yeah, yeah just so, huffing so
0: the, in and trying
1: so yeah the biggest changes were like I said they switched a couple guns around uh, added some new they added like I guess wait a new sniper, but then they completely changed how snipers are done. So now there's just actual sniper ammo, versus like this is the heavy ammo sniper, this is the light ammo sniper. Um, sure. So all sniper, all snipers have their own set of ammo, uh, which is which is kind of nice. It it's just it's a little different. Uh, and then there's uh, a new
0: character, t- right?
1: Yes, so the new character Revenant. Uh, he yeah. kind of had. So his introduction trailer was was pretty nuts, and kind of was people were pretty pumped about him. He's good, like he's uh he's really good at like sneaking up on people. So like if you have him and like an Octane and a Pathfinder, you could really get on someone really fast. Uh, cause his ability is he crouches. So when you crouch, obviously you don't make noise when you walk, but his crouch walk is as fast as his. Or it's maybe even a little faster. I'm not. It feels like it's faster, but I think it's the same. But so you can crouch and still move the same speed, and the people can't hear you. And he's able to climb higher than every other character, so he can really like crouch and sneak up on someone. And it's kind of a cool, cool thing. So it's. I really like how this game, when they introduce a character, it really does change uh, how people are playing the game because you know, it's usually when a new character comes out, every person in that squad in the squad will have that new character. Or every squad will have a new character, so it's like everyone's kind of playing a little differently, and it's it keeps the game fresh. And this update so far has been really good on uh, on that. I feel like it's been just a ton of fun. Like today, I was just right before I got on here. I mean, we got fifth in a ranked match, which we shouldn't have. I was a my unfortunately my friend wasn't doing so well, but I was. I blew people away, six kills and fifteen hundred damage. And I was like, this is just it's just so much fun. So. That's that's kind of what I've been doing, playing some Apex and a little bit of Modern Warfare. So, good game. Wow. It's a year old now. I finally got, I got the charm for you know playing in the first week, uh, when Apex came out last year. I'm so. oh, sure. It's pretty fun. Uh
0: yeah, yeah I can't can't believe that it was a year ago, but. uh
1: yeah, just it was, fe- f- February right?
0: I mean, like that later. Would have fe- made sense because it's February now.
1: Yeah, well I know, but like, I think it was like February when it when it dropped. So, yeah, I just recommend you know maybe if you haven't played in a while, go back into it. It's there's been quite a few changes, so it's fun. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't
0: think yeah. Um,
1: wrap, wraps about up what I've been playing.
0: Yeah, you want to say that again?
1: About wraps up what I've been playing.
0: Cool. Yeah. So yeah. Um, <laughs> You know what I did the other day?
1: Hmm. You uh downloaded Clash Royale or whatever. It is. I
0: downloaded Clash Royale. Um, it was it was a weird moment in my life. Um, you know, like. You know, I don't. I'm not. I've never really been addicted to anything in my life. Um. I I'm usually pretty good about things like that, but you I should don't try know, co- like
1: cocaine. Just kidding.
0: Um. I mean, if I'm going to get addicted to a drug, it's going to be something good, like math. Um,
1: oh, okay. Oh, you're, you're in Florida. It fits. It fits. It's fine.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what we do down here. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I was, I was sitting there um, in a break room at work one day, and I was watching, and somebody pl- launched Clash Royale, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. I just, like, I was sitting there, and I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, I really want to play Clash Royale right now. I don't know, there was just something about, like, the visuals of it that I was like, I want this game again. Um, So, yeah, I I downloaded it, and uh, I've been playing a decent amount of Clash Royale since. Um, It's a problem. Uh,
1: Those app games get you, man, those phone games. Tap Titans 2, like, just got me, so.
0: Yeah, and I played a lot of Tap Titans 2 as well. Um yeah. but there is there's something about Clash Royale. There's just something about it that just doesn't isn't matched by anything else. So
1: I don't think I don't think I've ever played it and I don't think I ever want to because I I probably get addicted like you so
0: You should give it
1: a try. Is it like a Clash of Clans type of game?
0: Um yes. No. So it's a okay. So it's I like,
1: oh gosh, here we go. I just opened it. Basically,
0: opened up you have three towers. Um, it's a so it's a, it's a it, no kind of, <laughs> in a way. So there's uh there's no heroes though. So there's two people. You both have like a main tower and then two supporting towers. Okay. Okay. Um and. You have cards that use like a certain amount of energy, uh, and you the cards have like, like goblins or like a knight or a giant or things like that. And you play the card, um, and it's all in real time, so it's not like back and forth or anything, but you drop a card that says like a giant. And the giant wanders his way from your side of the playing field to the other side of the playing field and starts attacking it, a tower. The towers almost have, like
1: a tower defense game?
0: So the towers have defenses, but you're not really laying out defenses like a tower okay. defense. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, so basically you have to protect your towers, but also attack the other towers. Um, can this, and can you this have, game
1: be played in airplane mode? Is I am about to take some airplane flights. I don't think so. I feel like it's a no.
0: I don't think so. Um, The tutorials are all kind of like solo, but there's Mm -hmm. only like five of them or something, and then you get thrown into the online world. So I don't think after that point you can. Um, And that wouldn't really make sense. The point of it is you're like. As you go, you collect more cards and you upgrade said cards, um, and you build decks. So um, it's a
1: card. It's a deck builder. Oh gosh.
0: Yes, yes, it is. It's like a real-time <laughs> deck building MOBA.
1: <laughs> All right, I'm moving on. Can't it's good.
0: It. You should you <laughs> should try it. Um, that's not my recommendation, but you should try it. Um, but oh, let's talk okay. about some news because there was yeah, some let's... news. Um, we are
1: a, a news organization, kind of.
0: No, we're not. We are not a news organization. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there were some things that happened this past uh, couple of weeks um, that I wanted to talk about and kind of highlight. Um, so I t- titled this Swappy Swappy of People, which apparently Austin didn't understand, but um, some people in the game industry did some Swappy Swappy. So that's what this is about. So first of all, um, Rod Ferguson, uh, who was long time at Epic, um, did a lot of the Gears games. Um, really like at the like top end um, for I think, if not all of the Gears games, most of them. Uh-huh. Um, and. Then he also stayed on. Um, I know he went to another studio at, like that eventually turned into the Coalition, um, but he has been um, at the Coalition for, I guess, Gears 4 and Gears 5. Um, so, yeah, basically he has left the Coalition... Um, and is now going to Blizzard um, to lead the Diablo team, um, and see, I I, t- I, find,
1: I find that interesting because I'm curious to see how far along like Diablo Four is because if he's became the lead of that, it, I'm curious because
0: I mean or, sure or
1: or he's delete or he's the lead of the Diablo mobile game could be it too just kidding
0: I think everybody's deleted the Diablo mobile game I don't know so I mean obviously they've got the new Diablo coming out right and mm-hmm. they, there's they're still working on it really heavily so um, I, I don't know if there this means that there will be really any big changes to the game or if they're just kind of bringing them along being like oh we want you to make sure that this team knows what's happening and how to lead them forward. Um, doing like the kind of like planner production role and stuff Um, but so here's what uh, Rod wrote on um, Twitter about it um, which was only announced a couple of days ago but um, his quote was I began working on Gears of War over 15 years ago and since then it has been the joy of my life But now it's time for a new adventure. I leave Gears in the great hands of the Coalition, and can't wait for everyone to play Gears Tactics on April 28th. Starting in March, I will join Blizzard to oversee the Diablo franchise, leaving as bittersweet as I love our Gears family, the fans, and everyone at the Coalition and Xbox. Thank you, it has been an honor and a privilege to work with you all. So yeah, um, I mean, that's big news. I I guess I could have looked up who is taking his place at the coalition, but I didn't. Um, I mean, Gears is a franchise. that's you know it's been around for a long time now, um, so you you kind of know um, what to expect out of them. Um, I can't see anybody making any huge changes other than you know, Gears 5 was kind of a different direction for the gears games as a whole you know you're focusing on different people the gameplay itself's a little bit different and stuff like that um so i don't know uh if that really means anything for the gears of war universe um and i, I can't really see it changing the diablo universe really much Either. Um, I know some people were kind of like making jokes about, oh, does that mean everybody in Diablo is going to be huge, muscular guys now? (laughs) Um, And who knows? Maybe. Maybe that's like what Rod has to bring to the table. Muscles.
1: Big muscles! Yeah! Using cover to fight!
0: I mean, they've got the. Don't. They've got the. The. The kind of gritty. Um, metal uh, we want to push buttons and s- shit like down in both games but um, maybe he's going to bring the lack of color that Gears has into the Diablo universe because the uh, Diablo universe that was the big thing that like all the fans were pissed off about when Diablo 3 came out and was like oh this game has color Um, wait, it's not really yeah, that's like a lot of people were upset about like the way it looked and like it wasn't hardcore enough for them.
1: They they eventually released a hard mo- mode. I don't.
0: It was well, it's not the like the difficulty. It was the like oh. the lack of blood and oh like, well, like, I mean, like brightness and things like that.
1: So well, that was just I think the reason why that like Diablo two versus Diablo three like a lot of technology is really advanced between those times and you know diablo 2 was like it was cheesy to the point where you killed something and it just it just, it just exploded in blood and i think Diablo. Well, III, and
0: that's that's kind of where they're going or like oh they that's are they what it looks like is they're going okay. with diablo 4 because people were so upset about it so they're kind See, of I, like listening to the that, fans and trying to make it more edgy i feel like i feel like when they
1: made and... diablo 2 it was easier to do just like a Generic, just like blood explosion for every character versus like a unique dying animation, which is probably what they did in Diablo three. I don't know. Whatever. Well, if you people, look people at people like, find the weirdest picky things to be mad about. So. Well, you
0: I, and you can tell that they're like trying to make good with their original well, fans with no, the, the uh, trailer good. that came out.
1: That's that's good because they really pissed them off last year. And we're like, new Diablo game, Diablo mobile. Well, like, that's
0: just that's just that. I don't know. That's just <laughs> no, that yeah. fan community anyways.
1: Yeah, just, every gaming community is almost just talk, can be so toxic. So
0: They're all toxic. The whole community is toxic. Except for the Stardew Valley community. That's a very they, wholesome they community. Are, they
1: are a very wholesome community. I love like doing you little watching You should go like, spend some time on too. the
0: Stardew Valley like Twitter, or not Twitter, uh, Reddit. Because, mm. yeah, it's a very wholesome community. It's just just it's like... Just My stardew valley community
1: mine is very wholesome everyone loves me yeah makes you feel good
0: what a wholesome game um so other swappy swappies that have been happening um dan hauser is leaving rockstar um after a quote unquote extended break that apparently started last spring um so the the polygon story on this um I think summed it up best of kind of who Dan Hauser is um, mm-hmm. in case you're you you do not know but the Polygon article said along with his brother Sam Hauser Dan Hauser founded Rockstar Games in 1998 as a part of Take-Two Interactive I want I want to add an aside here it's a lot more confusing than that because there's BMG and you know Grand Theft Auto was a thing before they bought them, and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, uh, he was instrumental in the creation, writing, and promotion of the Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption series of games, serving as the lead writer on Grand Theft Auto Five and Red Dead Redemption 2. He was also a producer and writer on Bully and Max Payne 3. Sam Hauser currently serves as president at Rockstar Games, obviously, as of um, March... I want to say. I could get that date wrong. Um, He will not be at Rockstar anymore.
1: Mm.
0: So, um, and it also kind of sounds like he hadn't really been for a while.
1: So, yeah, it's Um, almost like they got the release of Red Dead Out, and then it's like, you know, kind of got it established and then took a break.
0: Yeah, and it sounds like he's not really going anywhere, at least obviously... Rockstar hasn't come out and said he was going anywhere else. Um, Sam Houser, his brother, uh, is staying with Rockstar in uh, in the capacity that he serves now, so that's not changing. Um, but I know a lot of people were upset. Um, of course, who would have guessed? Well, I mean, I um, would
1: be because I—I mean, looking at I see he's a lead writer in God of Five and RDR too, and was you know writer on Bully and Max Payne Three, which people regard. Those, probably those four are probably you know people regard as some of the best Rockstar games ever made. And you know the fact that he's attached heavily to all those projects, I think. I mean, it's a sad, sad deal. Yeah, I
0: mean. Yeah, kinda, I mean hey, uh... he's been with games for a long time this I don't think Mm -hmm. is super crazy Um, no
1: I mean gosh that's been 1998 that's been 20 years that he's been doing that I mean that's usually a pretty full career of stuff so
0: yeah and you know looking at kind of like what Rockstar is known for um, and that trying to be edgy thing that they've done for a a very long time maybe another like maybe a shift isn't a bad thing for them. Um, I don't know if this means that they'll shift, and it probably mean doesn't mean that it, they will. But you know, they've they've kind of pushed that edgy um, Grand Theft Auto vibe thing for a really long time. Um, maybe it's time for that company to try something new. Um, so edgy. And they are. That's kind of, you know, what Rockstar has been for ever.
1: Well, yeah, especially when, especially with the Grand Theft Auto games, you know. It's a really good uh, take on society.
0: Uh, I mean, sometimes. Well, I it's
1: think... a, a good satirical take on society. That's yeah,
0: I mean, they're obviously very satirical in their outlook, um, but I think... I think we give them more credit than is necessarily due for what they're saying. I think um, I, I don't think a lot of what they like are trying to get across is as ham-fisted as like we think it is. I like, they're just kind of like, oh, we're just doing this, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we'll, we'll see if this actually changes anything uh, again I think we're kind of at the point where I doubt it um,
1: and I mean it's not like he you know his brother is still the president it's not like he's not going to have communication with what's going on
0: yeah and I mean they'll, obviously there's things where you can't just he can't just work on the games you know <laughs> but I don't know
1: I don't know, his his input still might be included in certain things of Rockstar. Yeah. Or maybe
0: this is, um, and this is totally, sp- like, speculation, but maybe they're kind of ousting him because of things like that. So Who knows? maybe they know. don't want him a part of this anymore. Yeah. Um, it seems like, I don't know, especially with, like, this extended break talk, I think is the only reason I would even kind of think about stuff like that. So... Um, but let's move on. Let's talk about edgy, um, for a second. Um, when we talk <laughs> about Cliff Lisinski, I think edgy, right? Um, this was a really weird story to come out this week. Um, basically Cliff, Cliffy B wrote on Instagram, um, why he thought Bosky failed he the, the story behind it was he posted a picture of like the sign that hung like hung in the office um which he has in like a garage or something um he posted a picture of it and for whatever reason this was what was written below the picture. Um, It's a little long, but I'm gonna read through the whole Instagram post, because I think it puts into perspective this article, which I think a lot of what the reporting was on the article after the fact kinda missed. So um, this is pre, he added something after the fact, but I'm gonna ignore that for a second. So this was the original post. Ever since the studio closed I've been racking my brain, what could I have done differently? Pivot hard when the juggernaut of Overwatch was announced. Been less nice with my design ideas and more of a dictator with them. One big epiphany I had was that I pushed my own personal political beliefs in a world that was increasingly divided. Instead of the story being, quote, this game looks neat, quote, it became, quote, this is the game that the woke bro trying to push his hacky politics on us with gender neutral bathrooms. Quote, instead of, these characters seem fun, it was, this is the studio with the CEO who refuses to make his female character sexier. Instead of, who am I going to choose, it became white dude shoehorns diversity in his game and then smells his own smug farts in interviews, instead of just letting the product speak for itself. It's okay to be political when your company or studio is established for great product first. But we were um, unproven, and I regret doing it. Um, and then he adds, This will be quite the doozy of a chapter in the upcoming memoir. He constantly like references the fact that he's writing a memoir. Basically, most of his posts on like Instagram or Twitter or whatever all kind of mm-hmm. talk about his memoir anyways so back to this and people kind of took this for face value of like oh cliff lazinski is calling himself a woke bro and this is why um lawbreakers failed uh and i think like i think that's kind and of taken out of context you
1: can't, you can't forget about radical heights
0: Right. So, uh, but like, <laughs> when Radical Heights came out, the writing was already on the wall. We knew that this... this oh, I mean, I, yeah, fell.
1: for how bad Lawbreakers failed.
0: Um, but yeah, so I think, like, taking it as him saying, oh, it was just him being a woke bro, I don't think gives this the context that it deserves. Um, because... I think like he's saying oh sure like part of it was this but this wasn't the whole thing and he has since kind of come back and said oh you're all taking this for its face value for clickbait articles blah 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 um, and uh, again I don't I don't think that was the purpose of this but I also think he's totally misguided in his his feelings of why boss Key failed um, because I, I'm thinking back to like when this happened, um, because we had our podcast and stuff at this point, so mm-hmm. we spent a lot of time kind of like talking about. It, and I don't think once we had the conversation of, oh, there's this company has general neutral bathrooms, or um, the characters aren't sexy enough. Uh, and I don't think that was the problem at all. I think he made a game that just wasn't fun.
1: Yeah, I, that's uh, that's the conclusion. Because, yeah, we never talked about that. And the only thing we ever talked about was how kind of boring and bad Lawbreakers was and how kind of half-assed Radical Heights was. Like, it was, it was rushed out. It wasn't polished, especially compared to the games like them at the time. I mean, Lawbreakers compared to Overwatch was not even a competition. And then, of course, you know, he released... Uh, Radical Heights right in the height of uh PUBG and Fortnite. So Which and just,
0: he, that was early access and we knew it was mm-hmm. early access. And yeah. I actually think Radical Heights was a hell of a lot more fun than uh Fortnite was.
1: Yeah. It was cuz it was interesting, but I think the problem is uh Fortnite had already staked its claim and PUBG did too at that point and uh it wasn't unique enough like like an apex or something to really pull people away from it unfortunately i mean yes it was hilarious with the 80s theme and you know uh
0: the bikes the, and stuff, the, stuff the, like that the, like, the, the, a... the
1: announcer and yeah it was it was actually i thought it was a clever game the problem is uh lawbreakers i think really killed them on the on that because that was like their first big game from the studio and it Lobby. yeah
0: i mean lawbreakers uh, like the problem was is it just wasn't like it didn't play well it wasn't fun the movement wasn't great um like especially when
1: because that's what i talked about was like the thing was the movement of the game and you can go vertical yeah, and they, were, on yeah all really they were well trying and... to
0: kind of like capitalize on like a what a modern quake could be but even mm-hmm. quake itself isn't doing well like you know yeah. there is a modern quake that nobody plays um, but I I think like the idea that him being a woke bro and being political is why Bosky failed, I think just totally misses the mark. And again, he's not saying that that's the only reason, but I have like I have to wonder kind of where he came up with that. Um,
1: I we've talked about this. I think Cliffy B lives in his own world that no one else understands. So I just Oh,
0: and I'm sure. Like he's a very interesting human being. Like I like I follow uh, him on Twitter because like it's a he has like just some really bizarre like ramblings sometimes. He'd be um, uh he
1: be considered eccentric, you know. Sure. That's, that's that's a good way to label crazy.
0: And let's be real, like his his success on Broadway and stuff, like, happens to, like... Like, I don't know, be super fascinating to watch. Um, because, you know, he was one of the investors in Town, which won a number of Tonys this past year. Um, and I think he's producing some other Broadway shows now. Like, and I think that's, like, a really weird, interesting crossover. But, um... I just I don't know I feel like I feel like this itself was trying really hard and if he feels like that's part of the reason then let him believe it but also I feel like that has nothing to do with it
1: yeah I feel like it was it's an excuse of not putting the blame on himself Possibly. Yeah, i don't know And
0: it is it is very deflective like he is saying that yes i'm i shouldn't have been political but that's kind of making it seem like oh the reason this failed was
1: because because yeah, of the
0: community you,
1: you, yeah you guys didn't get what i was trying to do right and you saw yeah ah well just another another next story in the cliffy beast saga you
0: know and yeah and i i don't know like i like i want to look like you know look at apex legends because apex legends and and overwatch to an extent have all kind of been pretty political you know like apex has like uh non-binary characters uh and you know the uh overwatch is very upfront about using like uh uh, characters that are on, like, the LGBT spectrum and stuff like that. Um, and as as much as I don't like the fact that, like, Blizzard uses those things when they're convenient for them and then uh-huh. never again, um, you know, like... Obviously, that is not pushing people away because those games are good. Like, that's not, like... I don't, when I think about like Apex Legends, I don't think about that because the gameplay is good enough. I think that's just an extra special kind of thing on top of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, and the games themselves speak for themselves before you have to introduce this. And I think that's, I think that's what Cliffy B is kind of missing here.
1: Yeah, because. I mean, you like you go back to, like like back to Apex Legends. You could go go into the game not knowing anything about the like, you know, Titanfall lore or anything like that. Kinda of like what I did. But you jump in and you're like, Well, this game's fun. I'm really enjoying what I'm doing here. Um so and I just feel like Lawbreakers especially just didn't have that appeal to it. because people, people, people jumped into it like this game's not fun. I mean, I think it what when it came out, like launch day there was like thirteen people around the country playing it. So, it's crazy. Nope. So, yeah,
0: I mean, I gave it a shot. It was just not good. Mm-hmm.
1: So. so, I, yeah, I mean, we, we did talk about him. Like, we, like, we, like, I know a while ago saying, you know, he'd show up again probably with some new idea, who knows what. So, we'll see. So, Maybe. I, I mean, I be think. Hit, he'll, and he'll be, a new york times bestseller or whatever
0: (laughs) sure i think cliffy b himself is done with games you know he mentioned on twitter that he was like hey if you guys want a consultant on the new year's game i'm here um but you know they're not gonna they're not gonna do that um, oh, and, well, maybe
1: because you know, what's his name just left? Rod Ferguson, just kidding.
0: yeah. But I still like, I think that's kind of what like kind of pushed this on. He's like, Oh, hey, by the way, all these people who are with Gears from the beginning are gone. I'm just kind of chilling here in my money. Um, would you like some help? Um, yeah. but yeah. I don't know. I, I I I want to see Cliffy B be successful in whatever he does. Um, I really liked his games when he put them out. Um, obviously, Epic is a huge player in the world of video games now, and most of that is to thanks to him, um, mm-hmm. or at least the initial part of it. So I don't know. Like I. I think, like, I'm kind of a Cliffy P. apologist in a lot of ways. And maybe I shouldn't be. Because, but I think he gets so much crap online for the littlest things. Um, and he was. He was a total douchebag back in the day. <laughs> but um, I think he's calmed down quite a bit. And I think, uh, like, we're just... We're so w- willing to unforget those things.
1: Yeah. Fa- failure so. humbles people, so... Sure. Another Multiple. more more wisdom, more wisdom from more wis- for you guys. More Failure is very humbling. Sense. It's um,
0: been a
1: wisdom wisdom podcast. You're welcome.
0: Uh. So yeah. So speaking of failures, let's talk about E3. Um. You know, we we talk about E3. Wonderful basically. segue. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> We talk about E3 basically every week at this point. Well, it's, um, it's, and I don't it's, want to, but, you know, things keep the, coming it's out. It's the, so. like,
1: really, like, first big thing. I mean, it's still several months away, but it's, like, the big thing that's, you know, always the start of, like, the game cycle of the years. It always kind of begins right around E3 time. So
0: nowadays, anyways, that'll change. Yes. But, um, so, yeah, we had talked about last week about Sony not being not doing a press conference this year or not taking part in e3 and um what we didn't we didn't include the esa's response to this and i want to include this and just so we kind of like have this running through our heads as we think about what the esa is thinking as we approach e3 2020 so we're talking i think it was the day that sony announced that they would not be taking part in e3 the esa released this statement and i mind you that it is literally on their website as the esa's response to sony's um statement on e3 2020 this is what the esa released E3 is a signature event celebrating the video game industry and showcasing the people, brands, and innovations redefining entertainment loved by billions of people around the world. E3 2020 will be an exciting, high-energy show featuring new experiences, partners, exhibitor spaces, activations, and programming that will entertain new and veteran attendees alike. Exhibitor interest in our new activations is gaining the attention of brands that view E3 as a key opportunity to connect with video game fans worldwide. That was their statement. That was their statement on Sony saying they were not going to be at E3. Mm-hmm. They didn't mention Sony once. This was a, the weirdest, like, deflection
1: it's I like they could have just put that statement read. out they could have put that statement out literally any time and it wouldn't like didn't have to do anything with sony like this they could have been nothing like
0: nothing to do with anything
1: like they could be like e3 is fine that's it like that's like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would yeah it's like it's it's the weirdest like um we're not gonna acknowledge that people are not coming to e3 anymore and we're just gonna say oh this is what we are i, I it was just such a weird deflection from the what was at hand. And what's so funny about this whole thing is the fact that this is their response to Sony. It's literally not at any other time. They didn't post this after Sony announced and just say that this is like, like what we're looking forward to. This is literally their response to Sony. Um, and that's where I find like this so fascinating because it's almost like the ESA is living in their own little bubble and they're like, they don't know how to handle anything. Um,
1: it's almost like it's a, uh, something like a like you, uh, what am I trying to say? Like something that only has like a select certain responses that they could do, and like this is the one it picked. Yeah,
0: this is this is totally very much a uh, oh uh, we have this pre-written. I guess we should yeah. probably put this out today.
1: And it, it should have be been read by read as E3 is a signature event. Like that's literally like what it seems like. It was a uh, just a typed out prompt console command or something. I don't know. Like it's just a. <laughs> Like, cover all, this is AI written. Yes. Like,
0: and what the fuck are activations?
1: Yeah, well, activations are what? I'm sorry, I, and I so saw that at
0: this. A, and know. so this is this is not the first time I've heard, and this will not be the last time I've heard the term activations. And so I think the point of it is, like, basically community engagement. Oh,
1: so I'm um, thinking, like, activities. Um, is was That's where my brain is going to. Is it's like there'll be activities, but they call them activations for some reason. Maybe and, because... When the person was talking into Siri, it didn't pick up activities and picked up activations. I don't well, know.
0: Well, and so it's funny is I I've seen activations used in other places by other companies as well, and so this is like a weird PR term that like I'm like I'm seeing now that I'm like this is just stupid. They're not activation. What are you activating? Are you like are you combining me with another chemical and like Act-
1: It's just robot activating? It's all it's all robots. That's my, that's my conclusion.
0: So the ESA is just robots now?
1: Mm-hmm. That's where we're at. It just comes up with random, generic, pre-made responses.
0: So, yeah. So knowing that that's kind of like their approach to this... Um, since then, they have been they have been coming out talking about like, oh, what is E3 2020 going to look like? Um, and so their most recent statement was a sneak peek of what the E3 2020 is going to look like. This is like this is a couple of like excerpts from the larger statement. You can find this on their website if you so desire. Um, but this is just a couple of snippets. Uh, so they said, "You'll be happy to know that we're not producing E3 2020 in a vacuum." <laughs> For E3 2020, we're collaborating with industry insiders and new creative partners, including the tastemakers at I Am 8-Bit, to reinvigorate the show and, frankly, to shake things up. So, um, I Am 8-Bit is a company that does, like, they do, like, special releases and, like, collector's editions. Like, if you remember the physical release of Inside, uh, um, yeah, I Am 8-Bit did that. Um, you can buy like uh, like SNES cartridges and like stuff. That's a them. really
1: that's a really weird thing to include then.
0: <laughs> like it was, it was a very strange thing, and I, I really hate the fact that they use taste makers um, to describe them um, because unless they're doing food, I don't yeah. want to hear them as
1: fucking taste makers. Taste makers activations. I don't know. That's just, yeah. Uh, uh, who calls things? What's a, What even is a taste maker? That sounds like the worst. Like I don't even know. Descriptive title. A of bad
0: everyone. sous chef. I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, that's just the tastemaker back there, and eh, I don't regard him.
0: Um. Over- so some so more. Smoking. Some. Yes. Yeah, some snippets. I, uh, he's like. <laughs>
1: sorry. I'll move, move on. I'm. I'm trying to even out of. Ruining everything.
0: We are well down the path on the development and production of a large, super fun floor experience that celebrates gaming culture in exciting new ways. Um, We will be showcasing E3 to the world through new streaming and digital programming while creating gatherings on the show floor that let people do what they love the most, play and celebrate games. We'll have surprise guests amazing stage experiences access to insiders and experimental zones that delight the senses it will be (laughs) hold on let me me finish this thought it will be incredibly inclusive celebrating all aspects of our industry so yes so so we will be delighting the senses
1: all I want is a surprise guest is just Snoop Dogg out there smoking a joint playing Battlefield again
0: it probably will be so um why they would use terms like uh delight the senses What is?
1: What is are they going to like just mist orange scent into the showroom so people just smell Maybe, oranges or so I mean what is this
0: so you're about to go to Disneyland so you're going to experience am. some of these these quote unquote 4D experiences oh, it's all Soren. I can think of
1: Soaring over, I guess it's like the world. I've done the soaring over California. I, I, may I do that too
0: Yeah. So yeah, it's like the, it's, wor- it's, it's t-
1: the world now. So I get to soar the world. Uh, I don't know. Like, are, are they gonna be like doing like D experiences now or like? You I know?
0: don't know. Um, but yeah. So they've got that, and then later down in the statement. <laughs> You should also know that we've upgraded our media registration process, which received a lot of attention this past summer. Earning back your trust and support is our top priority. That's why we've rebuilt <laughs> the E3 website and with enhanced and layered security measures developed by an outside cybersecurity firm. This included updating our data management processes, including the handling of personally identifiable information, and we will no longer store that data on our site. We also changed our registration practices and will collect the minimum information necessary to complete your registration.
1: I, I totally forgot they got hacked or whatever it was. If they
0: didn't get hacked. No, they got was hacked. I- this would be uh, understandable no they put no, they, all of right, the medias all, on a database on, on an excel that, spreadsheet that anyone um, could
1: access yes <laughs> I on an I unsecure about this. part
0: oh, of their website
1: what a that's right i remember this because remember was like, the
0: esa doxed um journalists
1: <laughs> It sounds good I, I totally forgot about all this just the total like dumpster fire that was e3 with you know selling tickets and oh jeez.
0: so um and i i remember so uh i don't know why i stumbled upon this um but i i know one of the, the news places ran a story about um one of the guys he's a he's a youtuber and carries a modest fan following um was on that list uh, and after the list got out, um, him and his wife who had a newborn had just bought a house, um, and they started receiving death threats and, uh, basically they had to uproot their lives and find a new place to live and go in hiding because of this, uh, and this is the kind of response we get from the ESA. Um, yeah,
1: it's 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 just kind of half-assed. you should
0: know that we've upgraded our media registration process, which received a lot of attention this past
1: summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, a lot of attention. That wasn't like, that's good. That's such
0: a fucked up way to like word that.
1: It's like I said. It's just a robot typing this it's,
0: out. It's so deflection-y. Like, it's, they're it's deflecting it's just, everything.
1: It's just bad. Like, they're totally... Like, that was a bad deal. And they're totally like, oh, hey, people whatever. just... Oh, whatever. You know, it was really, uh, you know... It brought a lot of attention.
0: No? Well, yeah, but it brought...
1: Okay, whatever. Whatever you say. I mean, is this... I know you've been saying it for years, but, like, you know, reading something like this, like, really makes me think E3 is just absolutely dying.
0: I mean, it depends on how their activations work. Because if they're out there activating everybody, then maybe, maybe it'll... That's
1: true, if everyone just walks in there and activated and, you know, whatever, whatever that even means. With orange scent bl- blowing in their face and wind blowing, I don't know, whatever...
0: I don't want my senses activated at any of these. I've been to packs.
1: You want to? Um, you want all your senses as closed off as possible? Yes. <laughs> you do. Uh, Cause you uh, otherwise you get the whiff of monster energies, some very un-like not good bo, which is, I don't know. If there's anything is good like, I don't know. If there's anything thing good bo, but you know, you know what I'm saying
0: yeah like there's worse BO like there's bad and then there's worse (laughs) yes so I don't know Um, what a fascinating way to like and so they also mentioned like you can start registering I think like in a week Um, we have no idea what's going on like they they say that they're going to start like telling us more I still don't know what E3 is going to look like this year why am uh, I going to go buy a ticket?
1: Are you buying a ticket to E3? No.
0: Oh, hell no. I don't I don't, like, don't want to go to E3. That
1: sounds awful. <laughs> oh, well. I may mean, be kind of, just, I don't know, as an outside perspective. It's going to be fun to watch and see what happens. I don't know. It's going to be something else again.
0: I mean, the thing is, is like when I like when I buy my badge to packs, I know what mm-hmm. I'm getting. I know what's gonna be there. I know the people that are usually there. Um, I I know ahead of time like the kind of experience I'm gonna have, which is why I go to those. This um, is just so. I don't know like what's gonna happen here.
1: Activations and Tastemakers uh, taste makers and stuff like that. And, yeah, it's just their and, and it just
0: puts a bad taste in my mouth.
1: In like a lot of new, attention,
0: they need new taste makers because I have a bad taste in my mouth after reading yeah. this.
1: That's not a good. <laughs> we need new taste makers. And we need them now. Uh, weird, just weird. I don't know. I, I kind of just either. miss what E3 used to be. <laughs>
0: yeah, but... I miss like early thousands E3.
1: But you weren't trying to show off to the consumer. It was the press conference show, like for the actual press. And oh, I don't know.
0: But I don't know. It was so, a, it was a different world.
1: So, I, but no. After like digesting this, it's I think it's a smart move that Sony's just like, yeah, I I'm gonna head out. It's fine. We don't need to be there. Cause this is weird.
0: Right. I don't know. I just feel real real strange about the whole thing. So, I don't know. I mean, obviously more is going to come out. I'm sure Jeff Keighley is involved. Just Jeff oh, Keighley is involved, involved in everything.
1: Involved, it's it's going to be a ma- fantastic. I mean...
0: Hey, Jeff Keeley is good.
1: No, I didn't uh, say he wasn't. Game Awards are great.
0: If Now... <laughs> if he focused less on Hideo Kojima, I know I maybe that's, didn't that's maybe didn't drop names every like every other second, then I would like Jeff Keeley a little bit more. But Jeff Keeley is like good, so I won't I won't say bad things about him. Um, what I will say bad things about is the PlayStation Five. Actually, I don't have anything bad to play, say about the yeah, PlayStation Five uh, the,
1: because there's nothing to say.
0: Yeah. More or less. So yeah. So um, th- I guess the big news here is there's now a PlayStation Five website, um, that just kind of says uh, it the play is, the the PS Five is coming out this holiday. Um. And that's all the information we got. You can sign up for like a mailing list. Mm -hmm. That's great, that's what I need, more emails Um, But what has come out See, this is the
1: interesting part, I think
0: Yeah, so this was not related to this website But it is related to PS5 Um, The CFO of Sony uh, Or Sony Interactive uh, Is Hiroki Totoki Um, That looks like Totoki to me that sounded like th- all of those consonants came to head better in my head, so I. You gotta say. It, you gotta say.
1: It, you gotta say it really fast though, so that's like "huroke totoki." There you go. Nailed
0: um, it. yeah. So I, I again apologize if I fucked up that name, but um, basically through a translator it said that um the pricing of the console itself like again there's not much to say other than what we already know but the pricing they haven't nailed down yet um because they don't know what the pricing is going to be until they kind of know what they're competing with So, you know, obviously they're waiting for Microsoft to kind of make the move about, oh, this is how much we're going to charge. And then they're going to go back and find the quote unquote optimal way um, or the optimal price based on how much they need to make off of each console and how much it is to create one, um, so on and so forth.
1: So I, I think this is really smart, actually, on their part, because that was a big, big factor of why the PS4 beat the Xbox One in the last generation, is because it came out at uh, such a cheaper price range, 100 bucks cheaper, which um, the jump from 400 to $500 is a big jump. It just seems like way more money when you hit, you know, Get hit five hundred dollars, and that was what killed the Xbox right away, and that's what I think turned a lot of people to the PlayStation. So them doing that again, make I because I guarantee now they're probably going to try to be lower than the uh, new Xbox, which you know we'll see where the Xbox lies. I'm kind of thinking five hundred dollars again, um, if not more. I could see that, you know? yeah. Uh, so I can see them. I don't know if they're going to go a, a whole hundred dollars cheaper, but maybe fifty. Uh, so you know, I can see maybe this new one being 450 bucks, 550. But it's interesting, and I it's I think it's smart. Uh, now I wonder if Xbox is going to play the same game. Like, well, we're not going to say what our price is now. <laughs> um, and then uh, I
0: mean, you've not- got to get a price point out there.
1: Well, yeah, um, but then and then they're going to play chicken with each other until someone finally uh, gives in. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Xbox has been really, really forward with this new console. Uh, obviously they already announced it a year before it came out and like, showed it, so, and then obviously they're going to have a huge thing for it, at E3, but, and that's probably when we're going to get the price for it is E3, so that's probably that's my guess and, and then Sony, I guarantee, will probably come out in September. I don't know if September might be too a little too late um, for pricing, but maybe they, they could wait that long and be like here's the price pre-order start right now, kind of thing, so Only time will tell, but I can see that happening Is you know, waiting until Xbox has their E3 conference and says, you know, the price of the Series X is X amount of dollars. And, yeah. And considering the PS5 is, you know, they're playing the slower game here versus Xbox, because, I mean, we know the PS5 exists, uh, we know it's coming, but we haven't seen it yet, we haven't seen anything on it, there's no information I don't know why I said that without an R. Information. Informa- yes. And there's no there's no information, man. Uh gun, man, there's no information. Uh I don't know, I'm totally off topic now. Yeah, what off
0: are track. you where are you going? <laughs> like where know. I feel like this just crashed. <laughs> I feel like we were on a train and the train <laughs> just derailed and everybody aboard is dead
1: we're all dead because there's no information uh yeah we'll see i think i mean sony it's rumored that there'll be a reveal event uh february 13th is the date i not 13th that right yeah day before valentine's day um that's what i've heard but we'll see the february reveals would not that's kind of what i've been expecting because that's what we saw with the ps4 uh Years and years ago, so I wouldn't be surprised if they followed that same formula because it seemed to work for them. Obviously, you know, don't don't change what worked for you because the PS4 is one of the best-selling consoles of all time, and they kind of want to keep that going. So, you know, maybe wait, you know, this month and they keep the hype kind of going till the end of the year. Sure. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, we need we need a price point before summer.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: consoles. Yeah.
1: Well, I, like I said, I think the price is going to come out for Xbox at E3, so early June. That would then, make sense. Uh, and then, I don't know, when Sony will, will will announce a price.
0: And, uh, to be fair, they'll probably all know it ahead of time anyways. Like, they'll yeah, probably I mean, know each other's prices before we do.
1: True. That that's, that's probably very accurate, so maybe we'll... Who knows? I don't know, maybe Sony will do a state of play, like, right after E3, and then be like, yo, PlayStation...
0: So. I think for them, they should do one during. I think that's the uh... yeah,
1: because that's what we thought they were going to do last year, and they didn't do it. And then they did one. They didn't do one like right after. It was like honestly a good month before they yeah. actually actually did did one. And I kind of I don't I didn't think that timing was very good. Actually, I think doing it right, either right before, or right after E three, or even right in the middle of it, would be smart for them. But yeah, we'll it looks like
0: a, it's a slap in the face to the you know E3 but
1: especially if they do something with like, you know, a big maybe they actually do their own style of the showcase kind of thing um with actual a live audience or something. I don't know. We'll see. Or they'll do, you know, a Nintendo Direct style thing like they've been doing. So
0: yeah, which is likely what they'll do, anyways. Yes, but
1: I can see. I I just it'd be kind of funny, just to have them do this giant showcase, like an E3 style showcase, but not at E3. <laughs> just like, oh, okay.
0: Um, or in the Microsoft Theater across the street.
1: <laughs> oh, that would be something else. Uh, don't see that happening, but I'd be like,
0: I know that's a, that's. Although the <laughs> be... the Microsoft Theater like they'll rent it out to anybody so like
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's not like I, oh like sony's our com our competitor in terms of uh you know video game consoles you can't use the theater that has our that bears our name in la like that's not that's not how that shit works
1: yeah that'd be funny um
0: so yeah but yeah um
1: that's all so we'll see i think that's all i got there, I mean, it's just going to be more and more details are going to come out month throughout the month. For sure. So,
0: For sure. so um, I don't have a good segue here, but um, Atari is now building hotels?
1: Yes, I saw this, and it was a little um, interesting.
0: Yeah, so Atari came out and said they are opening eight Atari-branded hotels, the first of which is going to open later this year, in phoenix arizona um the other locations of these uh, like austin texas chicago denver vegas san francisco san jose and seattle um and they all they really said is that it'll feature like ar and vr experiences and kind of how like a retro Look to
1: it. Why? Well, Cause did they actually? Was it a mock-up of like a three D design of what the hotel would look like or something? Yes. I, I, I saw, yes, saw the picture. That was not the <laughs>
0: real hotel.
1: Yeah. yeah, obviously, and it had like the, you know the the Atari like lines coming down. It actually looked pretty cool. So
0: yeah, kind of. I mean, it was uh, kind of a striking I think...
1: looking building. I, I, they need to build all, my, right my... outside Super Nintendo World in Japan. <laughs>
0: So, my initial thoughts about this are, first of all, like, I think there's more to owning hotels and running a successful hotel than just having a name like Atari attached to it. Yeah. Um, but also, what a weird bunch of cities. Why would That's you open your first one in Phoenix, Arizona?
1: Yeah, the only ones that really make sense to me are Vegas, San Francisco, and Seattle. Uh, I mean, Chicago, sure... Yeah, but it's just like, I don't, I just, it's just kind of a weird, especially but Phoenix Austin, being the first Phoenix one. Phoenix,
0: and San Jose.
1: San Jose is weird. I, I'm like, okay, because it's, San Jose is not that far from San Francisco. It's, you know, it's pretty much like an hour drive from San Francisco, uh, which is really funny because that's, that's really close together. Uh, especially, like, an hour drive in California is only, like, 15 miles, so...
0: Right, so maybe maybe there's a, a history with Atari in some of these cities that I don't know about, and maybe that could be why, but also, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, my first thought was, like, I would put something like this in, like, Orlando.
1: Yeah. Like, I, a yeah. super or,
0: tourist destination.
1: Or, like, LA or something. Yeah. I... I it's just I mean, yeah, it's just weird. Like, the ones that get, like, Vegas, San Francisco, Seattle, I get those because, obviously, Sa- Seattle and San Francisco are very heavy in games and, like, game, yes. you know, stuff like that. But, yeah, in Vegas, obviously, it's Vegas. You can do kind of whatever you want there.
0: Right. But, Vegas is like Orlando. It's a tourist destination. You yeah. go there to have experiences like that. You don't go to San Jose to, s- like... To have like
1: you're, that unless kind you're Diane of experience. Warwick. Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. What? I don't know if you understood. The song. Oh, no. Do you know the way to San Jose? La, la, la.
0: Okay. What? Yep. You, oh. Austin can't see my face today, so he can't see the look <laughs> that I'm giving him right now.
1: Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I'm a little out of control. Can't. See. And. I only can see my face. I'm just, like, becoming more crazy.
0: Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, but I don't know. That's, uh, yeah, so Atari um, now uh, fluent in speaker hats and hotels.
1: Hell yeah. I mean, if I get an opportunity ever to go to an Atari, the Atari hotel in one of these places, most likely, like, Seattle or something,
0: Sure, I'd probably why not? do
1: it. No, if it's not, like, $500 a night. Because,
0: and you know it will
1: be. Yeah, so maybe not. Maybe in the future. Maybe when our actual game journalism, you know, thing takes off, maybe Wolves. we can uh, we can write it off as a business expense. <laughs> right. There you go. Uh, uh that know. about does it for the news. I think the last couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, that's all we, we we really got. I mean, I'm sure there's more. We always miss things, but it's kind of like what when when I'm browsing the things that kind of popped into my popped out to me yeah and all this
1: all this stuff you you included is stuff i was gonna that popped out to me so i think it we're all pretty even there so um, we're still still uh just just a couple weeks away at this point um to big big releases
0: yeah um i mean dreams comes out this month um Basically, and next I do want to
1: try to do something with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I'd like to play dreams as um, as a group. I, just...
1: I think I, I think I want to revise the uh, the once done and hopefully done again craft beer review. Sure, whatever to dreams. I don't know. I I want to do something with dreams. I feel like it's a game that's you know we've been talking about for years because it's yes it was a anna- it was announced forever ago. It was supposed to like you know. I think honestly, early PS4 days, this game was announced and just is never. I mean, I it, it had its early access thing, but you know, it's just kind of not, you know, come out obviously. So here we are, we did it.
0: Yeah. Um, so I wanted to mention Florence comes out for the Switch and PC on February thirteenth, which I guess makes sense because that's Valentine's Day. Um, uh, Florence was a little. I shouldn't say little, but Florence was a uh, mobile game um, that I played on my on my phone last year or the year before. Uh, I guess it would have been the year before. Um, it was a cute little, like, hour, two-hour thing. Um, kind of the idea behind it was uh, you, like, are basically, like it's kind of like mini games based like where you're going through like a relationship um I thought it was really well done uh I thought it was a really good phone game um but yeah so that's coming out on some other platforms I'm I'm actually hoping some maybe some more people can experience it because of that um although it worked really really super well for the phone so um we'll see um but then, yeah, you know, other than what we've got coming out in March, um, that's kind of it for now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there was a couple things in April that we talked about, like, everything got yeah, delayed. Yeah, but that's, and, you know, but that's,
0: that's way, ways on. away.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, obviously, Dreams is kind of, we'll see where we're at on that. I want, like I said, I want to do something with it. But what I'm really like, waiting for is, you know, March 20th. I think that's kind of the, the yeah, first. I think
0: Doom is the one that, like, Really sticks out to me is the one that, like, okay, this is what I'm really looking forward to.
1: Yes, Doom, Doom is 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 you know that's the one, that's the game. It's gonna start up the year, kicking ass. And then once you're you know got your fill killing demons, you know go go play with some animals and plant some orchards and catch some fish. Wake up at
0: wake up at seven a.m. to uh, make your fishing tournament.
1: hmm Absolutely, got to. Gotta win. Gotta catch the biggest fish. Yes, Animal Crossing: New Horizons.
0: So, um, other than that, I don't really have anything. Um, I think that covers most of everything. Um, we hope that Jason feels better um, and can join us again some other day. Um, I hope you have a good time in LA. Yeah, um, I mean,
1: I mean, I guess not really in LA, but you know, close enough.
0: It's pretty close. I don't,
1: I don't think we're going to be able to, uh, you know, go to the actual city of L.A. time, but yeah, that's just fine. That's fine. Well, I, mean, I hope you I enjoy pay, I... Anaheim. I know. I'm. I've, I haven't. I'm i am excited. haven't. Like I said, I haven't been there in like 10 years, so things have changed, and you
0: know, um, you'll have to let Disney. me know what you think of uh, Galaxy's Edge.
1: Yeah, do the Galaxy's Edge. We're gonna, you know, we have to, cause they, you know they don't do the fast passes for the Star Wars rides just because they're so new. And you got like you got to reserve a time. You so, should, like um,
0: So, pro tip. Our, you should check. Um. The, oh shit, which one is it? Not the Rise of the Resistance. The other one.
1: The Smuggler's Run.
0: Yes, you should check that. They might have fast passes now.
1: Okay, so because like we just checked online and it didn't. Okay, well, we'll, we just checked online. I don't think we saw that, but we'll double check. Yeah, so like our plan first day was just like book it across the park and get a reservation or whatever for Rise of Resistance. Um,
0: Yeah, double check how their queue works for that. So
1: how apparently how theirs works is it's you get in there and you put you you get yourself on a on a list and then it tells you what time to come back to write it. That's
0: how they do it here, but like um so, it just opens because at it's a specific so time new. on the app. And so, so you like reserve so, it on the app as long as you are So in yeah, the me,
1: Yeah, the, is up that, that's the max pass, right? I don't know. I don't I'm letting Alexis worry about all this cuz she Disney, so I'm going to let her worry about it, but that's what it sounds like. Is we you gotta get you actually have to be at the ride to get yourself in the queue for it. So we'll see, but hopefully it pulls up enough people off of the park to the area that we can go enjoy other parts of the park with uh, little to no wait times.
0: Yeah, good and luck with actually, that.
1: That's actually well. I mean, luckily, like right now, the wait times have only been about an hour most of the first stuff. So hopefully it's slow enough. It's supposed to rain when we're there, so I'm hoping that really does deter a lot of people because I can handle a little bit of rain.
0: Uh if it does rain, uh buy your ponchos in advance. Bring the poncho with you. Do not buy a poncho in the park because they Oh, right, I'm bringing $80. I'm bringing a
1: rain Yeah, I'm bringing a rain jacket, so I'll be okay.
0: Don't be like every other uh, other person that buys a poncho in the park because those ponchos yeah. are so expensive.
1: Yeah. Now I'll bring I'll bring a rain jacket cuz like we're We'll be prepared. So I'm just excited to be in 70 degree weather because this 40 degrees is really bumming me out. So
0: yeah, it's probably gonna be nicer than it is here in Orlando. Yeah. So
1: yeah. So next time I'll let you know how it goes. Um, on our next podcast.
0: Yeah, which may be another day. But uh, what is today is we need to thank you for listening, and uh, yeah, all of that good stuff always follow us on our social media accounts which do get yeah. updated every now and then um that is on twitter on facebook and i think that's about it um at dry Spell radio um you know we have a soundcloud that hosts this but you can also find us on any of the uh major podcast uh places so we're out yeah. there
1: and, and the individuals who actually do listen to us i know there are i know we always joke about two but it seems like we actually do have consistently more than that listening so thank you guys so much for listening and no. You know please share um our podcast with your friends yes kind of all we ask We 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 do this for fun we 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 don't make any money um we just we just like talking about video games so much and you know it's we're true grateful so yes. So, so yeah, thank you uh, everyone for that yeah. support.
0: I think that does it for us. So, I'm gonna sign off and say goodbye. Mm, bye bye.